0: Beautiful, what a beautiful clap sync, and welcome everyone to the 345th episode of the Quarantine Cast, recorded on August 24th, 2021. I played my first Dungeons and Dragons campaign today. Wow, how long did it take? Uh, three hours whereabouts
1: is that how long a campaign usually takes or i know you said
0: it was like a one shot it's a one shot yeah Yeah. no (laughs) i one campaigns
2: are generally like kind of indefinite yeah like they just go that's the whole yeah that's the whole thing is like you have a plot Mm -hmm. but the characters can say fuck your plot and (sighs) yeah go full open world on you and just do whatever they want like it can it can be kind of indefinite, but yeah, like a one-shot, I imagine they keep it a little more on rails.
0: Uh, Yes, kind of, yes.
2: It's just all up to the dungeon master. Like, you could be like, uh, they're like, there's a path down the woods, uh, and like, you know, with signs saying, this way to Dorchester, and then you say, I strike out into the woods, and they're like, there's a fucking troll, it starts to hit you. <laughs> So you want to walk back onto the path like you know they, they they can kind of force you to play their game if they want to i
1: go west but the city is east i go west you hit a wall yeah you reach um, the. there's a mythical barrier preventing yeah. you it's a shimmer you've been bound by a shimmer
0: uh yeah my dm Pretty great, Um, and then probably rightfully for just what was supposed to be a snapshot of what Dungeons and Dragons is like for a bunch of people who haven't played it. uh, He very much kept things open-ended to the fact where the starting town, that was entirely created by players. He asked some questions, and then we each filled in the the setting of this place and its backstory and other cool stuff, uh, which was fun. But then you also just kind of run into the issue of these are four people who have never talked to each other prior to this, aren't on the same creative wavelength, really don't really know what they're doing. So then it's a lot of uh, a lot of hesitation, a lot of not wanting to commit to anything or like push an idea because I don't know, is that the wrong thing? Am I wasting everybody's time?
1: I, ima- I imagine that it's a lot like a focus group, mm-hmm. but instead of like someone just asking them open-ended questions, it's like, I, you all have to work together to achieve a goal that I want you to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Um. And then I also just biffed it in the combat.
2: Oh no. Oh, Lucas, bad at what rolling happened? dice? Did you die?
0: Uh, I didn't die. I, I didn't take a hit. Which is fantastic. Uh, I don't think I got a hit in though. I just kept missing. Damn. fought, fought two wargs. I took like three swings at each of them, and all of them missed.
2: What do you do have you... to roll to miss? It depends on the enemy's armor class.
0: Um, I I rolled below a ten each time, which was
2: yeah, that's th- actually a miss. Pretty low. Yeah. Yeah, unless that's a really, really shit-tier enemy yeah. Yeah, that's going to miss most of the time. I how I
1: imagine that, like, you you don't... Ex, like, I know that Lucas knows a little bit about Dungeons, Dungeons & Dragons because he, you know, watched people play mm. it and shit. But I imagine someone that's, like, going in, uh, you know, completely blind. Like, all right, and I hit that guy, and, like, you miss. Like, no, I, I don't miss. What do you mean I miss? I... I'm swinging like this. I hit him. I want to hit him. I hit him. That's how That's how shit works. No, you miss. How the fuck do I miss?
2: Different types of attacks yeah. have different... Like, well, yeah, if you said, I grab his arm. Like, that's going to be a lot easier to do. than I fucking do a 360, like, full force, hit him as hard as I can, directly in between the fourth and fifth rib. Like... Which will split his heart in half. Like, yeah, no, that's Mm going to be harder. And also, like, you have ability modifiers. Yeah. So I'm Mm -hmm. guessing Lucas's character wasn't super combat equipped and was maybe... uh, Had put a lot more points into different areas.
0: Uh, That's my estimate. uh, mm, Yeah, I was moderate in combat skills and then charisma. But it had nothing in, in magic, which... Why don't you Magic t- try or to wisdom. Him?
2: I, there were wargs. What was I going to do? What's a warg? I don't know what a warg is. A like warg a, is a human that can control animals, right?
0: In Game of Thrones, in Dungeons and Dragons, it's just a fucked up wolf. Uh, yeah.
2: There you go. Hmm. Oh, they spell it
0: different. Yeah.
2: W O R G.
0: But then, yeah. yeah. I, which, with the way the campaign played out, uh, one, that screwed me because there was a religion check. And, nope, I didn't have anything Religion
1: that. check.
0: Oh, Jewish. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah. did biff that one. And then, uh, yeah, no, did, couldn't, couldn't get a lucky hit in.
2: Well, religion check should be your cleric. Should be the one that passed. Well, I mean, what class? Did, what class were you? Would you say
0: uh, I was a fighter? I was a half elf fighter. Oh, fuck yeah! You were a fighter and you didn't land a hit.
2: No. So no, your class definitely had ability modifiers that would have made it. I was easier. level was one. Role? Like
0: I didn't unlock any of so them. You had no ability modifiers. I think you usually um, do. Maybe they didn't turn up. I can pull up a character sheet again. There you go. Yeah.
2: I'm guessing you should have been at least like plus 3 on like some of those attacks and stuff. So then if you rolled a 9, it's actually a 12 or whatever.
0: Um, okay, here we go. I mean, if you were a fighter, like
2: I assumed that yeah, you were you were like a cleric or a bard or something like that and that's why It was super weak, but...
0: I like how you assume this party had a cleric or bard or put any kind of balancing aspect into this. No, we were two fighters, a wizard, and a sorcerer, which is different from a wizard somehow. Yeah, they are.
2: What's the difference? You need need to balance. (laughs) I don't... I don't know. I think... Why would you choose fighter? That's so lame, though, right? Because
0: it works with my character's backstory! Why would you come up with a backstory first? Because I was told to. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, okay, one passive, Dueling. When you are wielding a melee weapon in one hand and no other weapons, you gain a plus two bonus to damage rolls with that weapon. damage, like though. Yep, and then only other passive, uh, Second Wind... It's not a passive oh, effect. Okay.
2: It's it's part of your... You'll have like plus blah 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 to various categories. Mm-hmm. Attack bonus. Um,
0: yeah, I'm not seeing anything that's just... Uh, better... Better hits?
2: Strength? Do you have a strength ability modifier on there? Uh, or dexterity for ranged attacks? Don't...
0: Class features, racial traits...
2: Yeah, proficiency bonus with the weapon that you're using, and then you also have an ability modifier, which would be strength for a melee, if you're just trying to hit him with a sword or whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now that I'm finding it. It could be buried in the back end on this interface, but... uh,
2: You should... No, like, strength should be definitely on your character sheet.
0: I had a 14 strength. Yeah. I don't know how that helps me hit there's stuff. No,
2: there's no there's no ability modifier on there.
0: Uh, no, not that I'm seeing. There should be. No. Um,
2: Maybe your DM sucked.
0: Oh. Oh. Wait, okay. Here we go. Um. Should so be like checked. fourteen,
2: and then say plus blah blah blah. Uh.
0: Nope. Not seeing it. Weird. Yeah. Well, oh well. I have passive senses, but that's
2: not helpful. No, passive has nothing to do with it. It's very active.
0: Which it's, actually, it's, huh? We were in a dark, a dark temple, and I had dark sight. That maybe you have should've. to bring that up. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's that's for you to know your that's own on, character. That's on me. And I'm be like, up. I have
2: dark sight, and then he's like, Oh yeah, you can see this. Yeah, they they can't possibly remember yeah you know, all four people's mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Sounds fun. Also, I love that, like, I don't know, in my character introduction, I try to make my character come off as, like, enthusiastic and happy to be here. And all the people I was playing with were like, this dude seems like a cocky motherfucker. And it's like, why is this happening in fiction for me, too? Like, why? You know
2: why. (laughs) What the fuck?
0: (laughs) Damn it. It
2: reminds me of in... On the Harmontown podcast, they talk about this old acting class that they all took mm-hmm. with this guy named Sam Christensen. And like a bunch of like celebrities took it too. And like everything. Like it was a very famous acting class back in the 90s. And what they would do is they had a big long list of hundreds and hundreds of descriptors mm-hmm. that would describe a human being. Like, like you said, like cocky or sarcastic or stuff like that. And they would go to LAX to the international terminal. And back then we didn't have phones and shit. So like people wouldn't be like occupied. So they'd be looking for anything to do. And they'd just be like, hey, take this list uh, if you don't mind and just check what you think that like applies to that person (laughs) and like points to, you know, the person standing off on their own, you know, 50 feet away. And they just check the things that they think apply like upon immediately seeing you. And without getting to know you at all, just like, this is your first impression of that person. And they were always, like, remarkably, like, specific. Like, they they would line up, you know? Like, they Mm -hmm. would get dozens and dozens of people just checking this based on first impressions only. And they'd mostly be the same. Like, you do give off, like, a certain aura and everything like that. And that was the the whole point of the acting class, is lean into that. Don't try to fight that, because then it's going to come off as inauthentic when you can discover kind of the aura that you give off and convey to people and then kind of lean into it, that's when you actually come off as genuine. How to typecast yourself. Basically. Yeah. Oh no. I give
0: off an asshole aura. (laughs) No. You seem like you
1: are like a, like a soft
2: boy who gaslights his girlfriends. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I remember, I remember Dan Harmon's was sarcastic. Mm Mm-hmm. He was like every single fucking person who filled out that form for me checked sarcastic. <laughs> and I was just like, why? <laughs> why does literally everyone assume that I'm sarcastic?
0: So. No, I'm yeah. not. Um, and the only other thing I have to talk about, unless you guys have a hot topic, um, I, I've reached a part of Resident Evil 8 that Andrew and I both agree it's just fucking dumb. Yeah. So I killed the other uh, the the other three bosses so far. Get to get to the Magneto dude. Uh, his his factory or whatever. Get in there, and he's like, "Hey, man, what if we like team up? What if like I help you bring your daughter back to life, and then you help me kill Miranda, who you also want to kill because she like kidnapped and." disembodied your daughter. And then the player character, Ethan Winters, is like, no, fuck you. Fuck you and your dumb fake accent. I don't want to work with you. And,
1: uh, I, and also he like gave his tragic backstory. He's like, I've, I fucking hate Miranda because she kidnapped me as a child and turned turned me into a monster and then her slave. And now that she has your daughter, she's going to kick us all to the curb. You already killed the other three motherfuckers that I don't like. If we team up, we might be strong enough to take her down. And we'll be able to, like, bring your daughter back to life if we do that. Seems like a good idea, right?
2: Ethan just like, no, I don't wanna. And then... Is this the same guy that, like, you guys said that Ethan was, like, unnecessarily hostile towards? No, no, that's a different like, guy. Like, no. uh, ugly motherfucker. No that, was the, no, that was the fish man. He was an ugly motherfucker.
0: That, he... <laughs> I don't think I mentioned when I was describing the Fishman that he's just constantly vomiting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucked up, but like, it... And it's almost like the writers know how dumb a development this is, which they shouldn't have written it like this in the first place then, but whatever. Because this character, Heisenberg, he gives Ethan a couple of chances. Like, he is almost as flabbergasted as the player is. That he is turning down this opportunity. Mhm.
1: I... He's just like, look, I know you said no before. I'm gonna give you another chance. I don't want to have to kill you. Like we, this could be so much easier. My God. And, like and yeah, he's a bad dude by virtue of like, they made him a bad, scary man that wears sunglasses mm. and has a factory with monsters in it he's just like i don't like this i want to i want to be normal can we just kill fucking mother miranda and bring your daughter back that seems like a good deal for both of us he's like fuck you you
2: dumb hat-wearing man i mean you don't need him right you're gonna you're gonna do the thing (laughs) but without him so that's what about you then winters thinks
1: yeah he was. I mean, you're gonna try. Like, you're gonna fight your way through and try to do it without him. But yeah. his
0: whole thing's just like succeed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we know that as well. players. His whole thing is just like Ethan as a yeah. character isn't certain of that. How do you know? Maybe he is
2: really confident. Like, he did just kill the others. Like, maybe he is like, no, you're bad too. Fuck off. Every every bad person has a tragic <laughs> backstory. Everyone. You can you mm-hmm. can make up some shit for this is why I'm bad like so yeah unless there are no such thing as bad people like <laughs> but but I feel if it if Ethan's whole mission was to like
1: kill all these people that wronged him I feel like that'd be one thing but he just he just wants to get his daughter back and and leave and this dude's like I can help with that <laughs> this is your daughter we're talking about I can help with that
2: or can he he's gonna he's gonna Chris double cross, cross. Applesauce.
0: I it hey oh, yeah. I <laughs> that was the mm, What's this? yeah I think this might be the first time that this game has just deeply frustrated me in a way that I'm still on board I'm still down but like what <laughs> what's going on here
2: yeah, I mean, obviously I haven't played it, but it just reminds me of the whole, like, oh, man, what a tragic backstory for this bad guy. And it's just, like, I don't think you see the world right if you think that, like, there are just mustache twirlers that just, like, there's no reason. They're no, just, we, they're again, bad, man. We get
1: that like they were We just... get that as players, but to Ethan, this is just a dude
2: that's around. I thought you said he was, like, one of her minions I, of her he cronies. did try to kill Ethan before so he was involved yeah he was involved in all
0: of it he did like, i'm not gonna lie. as a player i was get, he gave a pretty good pitch for the team up you know yeah
2: yeah you guys are just suckers and ethan isn't <laughs> wow
0: i okay <laughs> you guys
2: you guys fell for this fucking douchebag who is a bad guy Uh, fell for his sob story and we're like yeah it does sound good and ethan's like yeah fuck off i can i can do this Uh but that's the thing right like if canonically ethan is then going to try to do this fight and fail and his daughter is going to be lost for it blah 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 blah. but like that's not Mm going to happen (laughs) he's going to do it by himself so no he doesn't need to team up with a objectively bad person like
0: I'm calling it now. Okay. Unnecessary. Heisenberg is absolutely going to do a, we're not so different, you and I, speech later on. I can feel it coming. I know it's going to happen.
2: Yeah. But even there, you're like mocking that concept of like, ha ha, the false equivalents. They're both pretty similar. All I'm going to
1: say from this point on is, spoiler alert, it doesn't happen. They don't team up. Um, I think it would have been pretty fucking cool to like end the game where it's just Ethan marching with an army of robot men and just fucking kick the shit out of Mother Miranda, <laughs> just
2: beat her to death. That'd be that'd be cool. What would have been the the conflict between there though, right? Because there ha- it has to be a climactic fight, so. Yeah, if he just like easily stomps the shit out of the big bad. Well, because like, you know, Mother, Mother Miranda else. also has like an army of werewolf yeah. people,
1: so it would have been, you know, robot people versus werewolf mm-hmm. people. That would have been kind of cool to
2: watch. Would it? Why not? Dude, does video does video games do like giant battle sequences with hundreds of people very well? In my experience, it's always just like a shitty yeah. framing device. Like they'll just be over in the corner two rival factions like hitting each other as you go and kill the bad guy cool is it moments i don't think set pieces well what's an example like what i want to i want to hear an example in a game where it's not like the climactic battle isn't you versus the big bad and like maybe some other bad guys but like an actual like there's hundreds and it's like this giant scale overarching battle and it's done really well and that's interesting I don't think that's video games' strength. I think video games, like, kind of pride the individualistic, Mm -hmm. like, you are this person, and you're saving the world single-handedly.
0: Like, I don't know. Uh, It feels anticlimactic. Yeah, the only big set thesis in video games I can think of offhand are in cutscenes. Yeah.
2: Right, exactly. So it wouldn't be a climactic final boss battle. Like, I'm thinking of, like, Shadow of Mordor or something like that. And it's literally just... (laughs) You're walking around a bunch of NPCs that are just, like, permanently locked in fighting mm. each other. Because you can't actually program the AI to, like, do a battle. So it's just shittily, like, mo people hitting each other with swords for infinity.
0: <laughs> like, I, mm, I don't know. Fire Emblem, it gets a little close, but then again, that's a turn-based strategy game. So it's like... it. <laughs> Your entire army versus their entire army, and that, that army is demons, but like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. that spectacle isn't there. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: The rugged individualist that plays by their own rules takes down the bad guy single handedly. Video
0: really. games are inherently problematic, yeah.
2: Video games are anti collective. They
0: they promote
2: selfish individual behavior and don't ever go for the greater good.
1: Also, your argument's a little I don't I don't know. I mean you can expand that onto anything though. You know, if I say, Oh, it would be cool if they did this thing, your response isn't it wouldn't that thing that you're saying wouldn't be cool, it it was they would have fucked it up. They wouldn't have made No, it it's cool. just that
2: I don't think they can do that. I physically don't think that with like the medium of video games that they can properly convey what you're thinking. You're thinking of a movie, but that's not the ending of a video game, in my opinion. Yeah, but Maybe, I'm, I'm talking about like, my you imagination guys, here. I'm talking about something. That you guys are exist. like full into the Death Stranding Kool Aid, where apparently you can just watch a movie and that's a good video game. Like I don't if if a, if a video game ended with an a cut scene of hundreds of people in an epic battle. Is that a good ending to a video game just because the cutscene was cool? Like, to me, that's not a video game. You're just, it ends with a movie. That's, sure, they could make the movie cool, but then is it a video game anymore? Mm -hmm. Like, what's the point? So, I don't know. Or they could just do the the thing they did in Game of Thrones where, like, the Dothraki just charge and all die immediately. (laughs) Like, you could do that. I don't know. Just I, I, I just don't committed a genocide. Yeah, it's not that they would fuck it up. It's just I don't know if the medium lends itself to that. Like I agree that it could be cool in a movie or something like that. But I just don't know how they pull that off properly in a video game and like convey that scale. And also Resident Evil, I don't think that's. <laughs> I haven't played any Resident Evil, but I don't really, <laughs> from my experiences with it and cultural osmosis, I don't I don't know if they have much uh, giant. Scale, battle stuff. Uh, so, even in cutscene.
0: I mean, some of the monsters are pretty big, but not 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 giant scale and what individuals. You,
2: yeah. yeah, exactly. Large, hard but to not do. large scale. Hmm. Yeah. I think everyone always thinks of like Helms Deep, right? And they think it's going to be some unbelievably composed, overarching battle that both. Like, you see the entire scale of the event, and you see just, like, the massive hordes throwing themselves, all these different phases. And then you're also following, like, the rugged individuals that are, like, turning the tide of the battle and everything like that. I just don't know that that's possible in a video game without, like Lucas said, it just Mm -hmm. being a cutscene. Which, sure, but then I don't know. I feel like it's losing the medium there. So. There's a way to do it. In
0: a movie Everyone play Sometimes Fire Emblem If you kinda want that experience Or a Dynasty Warriors <laughs> Or a Dynasty Warriors game A turn based
2: strategy game Dynasty
0: Warriors does it Okay So mainline Dynasty Warriors Games are bad now But like don't know, no, Hyrule Warriors got that a little bit But you were still just Jumping between like Four K- Not the rugged individual But like the rugged Rugged small group Right,
2: they're saying like Battlefield is the best set recreating that, but that's just yeah having sixty-four people, yeah, yeah. doing crazy shit. Like I remember seeing promos so, for like Four Honor, and I'm like, oh, that looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, I watched. I remember watching some of that gameplay from like Funhouse and stuff, and it was just like, oh, yikes,
1: man, I, man. Also, the fact that like you were. What looked to be like a six foot character, and all the other minions were like four and a half <laughs> feet tall. Like you were just huge compared to everyone else. I get it.
2: Yeah, people are saying oh, Earth Defense Force. I have heard <laughs> people talk about that game, but I've never checked That's, it out. I mean, I've seen a lot of gameplay yeah, from Funhouse okay. and stuff. Like, it's not epic. No, like it's. it's, it's bad. I, I see the appeal. I see why people play it, but it's definitely not like holy shit cinematic man it's just like there's a giant ant
0: and you're i do, you shoot it a lot i do wonder if it, it has dies. to be kind of like a ma- real-time management game like a starcraft or something where you're making decisions and then you're seeing you're seeing the stuff play out over time and then slowly de-
2: but but you have to be like right. in the shit for it to be epic yeah. right like yeah it, it, i can see how that's yeah large scale and cool but yeah, like, I, mm-hmm. I kind of agree. I think it's like Battlefield. There's moments in Battlefield 1 where you're playing and it's just like a fucking plane is crashing next to you and exploding and there's a tank shooting shells at your position. You're pinned down and then all of a sudden like a friendly uh, fucking tank comes over and like gets into a fight while you're running around and shooting people around it that are trying to shoot your tank with a rocket launcher and then two more planes fly over dropping bombs. and Like that's that's as close as you get. But yeah, that's not a single player experience. Yeah. I don't know that you can recreate that in the same like call of duty <laughs> campaigns fucking suck but like, they're not epic at all when they try to do that like the the, the cool parts of call of duty campaigns are when it's you I, and the fucking bad i guy. also
0: feel like at least so. in our battlefield experience you only get that moment that everything coming together for you to pull out victorious or pull out with an objective in one in four matches because what happens most often it's just all right my squad now I are gonna just throw ourselves at b until we eventually take it. And it's just heaps of dead bodies until we kind of get there. Nah. Hell yeah. Just <sighs> all about, baby. It is a...
2: <laughs> Peacemaker. I treasure peace. I don't care how many of my own corpses I have to throw at the B objective in order to achieve it.
0: I got eyes on the only person inside the building. can take him out whenever you want me to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh you gotta watch suicide squad andrew when are you getting on that uh hopefully this we week go. yeah
0: yeah <laughs> all right thank you all so much for tuning in to the 345th episode of the quarantine cast if you like what you heard be sure to like comment subscribe etc check us out on instagram youtube and tiktok for highlight clips email us your questions and business opportunities volunteer viewing at gmail.com Help us keep the lights on by supporting us on Patreon or giving us money directly through the Anchor Podcast platform. Uh, Active link in the description down below if you want to help some great progressive causes. Follow us on Twitter for updates at V2 underscore podcast and follow me at LucasDerider on Twitter to keep up with all of my writing. Good luck out there, everybody.